Hey, this is Jimmy Jago. Hey, this is Elliot Babbo. Craig Goodwin. Hey, this is Eugene Glekovic. Martin Zagandic. Hey, this is Tariq Yorich. And this is The Redcast on 104.7 Classic Triple M. Hello, Chris Dittmar here from Triple M. Welcome to The Redcast. Today, Rue and I will catch up with Red Star Eugene Galekovic. Jars and Louie have a chat with Bruce Jitte. Great to see him scoring goals last week. And I'll also chat with Adam Peacock from Fox Footy. Hey, this is Jimmy Jago, and this is The Redcast on 104.7 Classic Triple M. Hello and welcome to the Redcast. Chris Dittmar from Triple M from Ruined It's for Breakfast. Uh, let's go to Fox Sports right now. The, they do a great job with the A-League each and every week. And Adam Peacock joins us. Adam, what a round of football we've got starting off with the top of the table clash. Yeah, spot on, Dits. Um, it's been a great couple of weeks with uh, some attacking football and, and this should be a good one at Wonderland with uh, Western Sydney Wanderers after their uh, late win, and they needed a late yes. win last week after a couple of mishaps when really they didn't play that badly. Last week they got uh, the better of Central Coast Mariners, but Melbourne City, um, they're the best team to watch in the competition right now. Attacking-wise, in that final third, the way they combine their front four, uh, Bruno Fornaroli, Navio, Aaron Moy, and a couple of the wide players as well, they're, they're just so good to watch. So really don't know what's going to happen at Wonderland, but what I do know, it's going to be entertaining. Best team to watch in the league. What about the sleeping giants from Adelaide? Now, I don't want to be biased here. What about Adelaide United? <laughs> they go all right. They go all right, <laughs> and they've got a lot better. Um, and that was one of the best performances of the year of any team last week in Brisbane yeah. when they just dismantled the Raw. But, um, yeah, just in an attacking sense, because every time they go forward at the moment, Melbourne City, they look like they're going to score. Whereas Adelaide, a little more methodical about things, um, but they're still... Great to watch when um, Karuska and, and Sirio and uh, Sanchez and big Brucey Chite is now scoring goals again. Yep. They're combining. So uh, yep, sure. are they going in the right direction, Adelaide? Yeah. All right. What about the other game, Sydney and Brisbane? This will be a good one as well. Now, you just mentioned Brisbane 4-1 down to Adelaide at home last week. I mean, that just doesn't happen. You would expect them to well, have had an enormous rocket during the week. There has to be a reaction. It's the last two weeks they've let in eight goals. Champions mm. elect don't do that. No. So there has to be some kind of turnaround. Um, and they get the chance to do it against Sydney FC because Sydney FC, let's face it, aren't the most enterprising team uh, going around. Graham Arnold's copped it a bit this week uh, out of the big blue, the match against Melbourne Victory for um, being a little defensive-minded. And they took the unusual step, Sydney FC, of sending out a, a list of statistics to back up the fact that they don't believe that they're a negative side to a bunch of journalists <laughs> right on, uh, on Thursday, which, yeah, it was a weird kind of way. To, I didn't expect it in my inbox when I woke up on Thursday, but there it was. Um, and, I mean, you can read stats any, other, any way. The, the point is that Sydney dropped back and they let teams play in front of them and then they try and, um, to do what they want to do. But at the moment, it's, it's not quite working for them. They're not that far off. And Mark Rudin, former Red, former Sydney FC player, reckons that he's just trying to get a base together because they've got the Asian Champions League coming up and they can't afford to play too open in the Asian Champions League. So... Um, that may be why they're, they're, they're blocking things up a little bit more. But uh, we'll see if it opens up against Brisbane. Yep, for sure. Adam, I want to ask you about Adelaide. Um, taking on Newcastle Jets this week, they'd start as firm favourites. But uh, they've lost Jimmy Jago during the week, a real playmaker. He's been a very good player for the last season or two. And he's off to Sturm Graz. Great opportunity for him in Austria. Yeah, happy for him. It's the dream of a lot of young Australian footballers to go overseas and, and test themselves. And he, he goes into a good league there because you'd think he'd drop right in if he... Um, if not in the starting 11, very close to it in a league like that. Um, the, the last Australian to kind of play in his position over there was a guy called James Holland, who, who went over there and uh, ended up playing Champions League football. Um, he, he was flying all over Europe midweek, playing in some of the more, more glamorous parts of, um, of European football. So 
hopefully James gets into a side like that. And um, the, the Austrian league is not the biggest in Europe, but it's a, a reputable league, and um, he can further his football. And never know, he might be knocking on the door of Socceroos selection in, in a couple of years' time. But Adelaide played that really well because what they did, they set themselves up. They saw Osama Malik um, as a as an expendable kind of part of the team, so they they swapped him for Stefan Mork, who's a very very good young midfielder, aggressive from Melbourne City. Um, so they got a like for like. Jago goes out, Stefan Moore comes in. It's um it's a pretty good deal when you look at it. At that, uh, with that basis for, for Adelaide. Well, they're saying already after only a week, they reckon Mork on the training track has been outstanding. They've been very, very impressive. So we spoke to Eugene Galekovic yesterday and he's absolutely wrapped in him. So that, that's good for our boys here in Adelaide yeah. anyway. Hey, just, just finishing before you go, very, very disappointing, the Olympic campaign. To see us yeah. miss out was just shattering. Yeah, it was, it was rubbish, basically. Yeah. That's the word for it. It's just it's not good enough. And I had a bit of a time to reflect on it because when it happened, I thought, oh, well, it's the Olympics, you know, it's not the biggest thing for football. But then when you have a look at it and talking to a lot of the former players who have been to an Olympics, it's not so much, okay, it's great to represent your country, but it furthers Australian football because it puts you on the map yep. in front of a lot of scouts go to these things, 17s, 20s and 23s, the, the 17s and 20s being World Cups. But a lot of scouts go there and just... Um, and, and pick the best players. And if an Australian team is doing well, it's better for Australian football because your, your reputation's better. So they got to sort it out. The, the, not just the fact that they went out, it was the manner in which they went out. Yeah. And it was just turgid, same old, same old stuff. No inventiveness, creativity looked to be at an absolute premium. So, yeah, it's, it's just unfortunate and hopefully it can be reinvigorated before the next cycle comes around. Yep, let's hope so. Adam, thanks for joining us on the Redcast. Uh, we look forward to another great weekend of A-League on Fox Footy. Yeah, cool. Thanks, Chris. Adam Peacock. If you haven't tried Ruin Dits for breakfast, you're missing the big guests. Through, we've got a brand new Alan Border medalist, Dave Warner. Congratulations. Thanks very much. Appreciate it. Dave, we were very impressed with your date last night. Joe Burns was your date. Yeah, look, I, I really said to him to work on his hair, but he just didn't do it for me. <laughs> <laughs> missing uh, the funniest moments. I actually think dieting's uh, a waste of time. I'm not keen on diets. No, I know. I've just had a listen to what you said. Just eat well and exercise. You and certainly I, eat well. And I'm a big believer, Roo. <laughs> Thank you. Ruin dits for breakfast. 104.7 Triple M. 104.7 Triple M ruined it for breakfast. Rue, the informed sporting <laughs> team in Australia right now is Adelaide United. Ah, uh, they got a little bit of competition, Dits. The uh, 36ers have won about six yeah, in a row as well. Yeah, no, they're going all right. All right, let's get the skipper on the man who leads the charge, Eugene Galekovich. Huge, good morning. Good morning, guys. What's behind the turnaround, Huge? This has come from nowhere last couple of months. Oh, no, I think, uh, you know, the boys have been working hard. Um, and, you know, it was going to come, I think, uh, the quality we got. Um, it was always going to turn around. It was just a matter of time. Now, is that one of the best wins you've been involved in in your career, to play the top team away from home and beat them 4-1? Smashed them. Yeah, no, it was. It was a great win. Um, like you said, they were top of the table. They were doing all right. They, they lost 4-0 the week before, but we thought they'll come out uh, pretty hard. And um, you know, in, the, in the end, they, they played some good football. In the end, we had four chances and we, and we pulled four goals away. So... Uh, we're pretty clinical up front. I think the commentators said we've got another contender, Dits. We've yep. got another contender. <laughs> Do you think you're good enough to go all the way if you uh, are injury-free? Yeah, I think, you know, form and injury-free, uh, you know, would definitely give it a bit of a shake. But, you know, it's, it's too early to tell. You lose a couple of games and you're back out, outside the six and you win a couple, then you might be fighting for, for a top two place. So I think the next couple of weeks are very important for us. We've got two home games uh, in a row and, 
we've got to make the most of them. Huge, when you get a, a new coach, you know, I think it's quite, no, no matter what sport you play, I guess definitely a team sport, but you always get better in the second half of the first year. Is that a fair call? Yeah, you probably do improve uh, as the season goes along. Um, in saying that, um, the way we play is very similar to the last couple of years, so it's not like there's been a drastic change in terms of the way we play or in terms of the personnel we've brought in. Uh, a lot of that's kind of the same, and, uh, you know, we probably hit our straps, uh, you know, coming into the middle of the season, and uh, at the end of the season, uh, you know, we're kind of doing all right now, so we've just got to keep that going. Now, confidence is an enormous thing in sport. Now, Bruce Yate scored last week. There was so much written about how many weeks and how many games he'd gone without scoring. Jazz wanted be... to drop him, didn't yeah. he? <laughs> but that could be the big thing for him, Huge. Now that he scored once, you know, let's hope the floodgates open. Yeah, exactly right. Um, you know, Cello gave him a penalty to get uh, to get off the mark, and then he scored another one. Yep. But in saying that, um, you know, as a team, we've scored ten goals in the last three games, and Bruce has been a big part of that in terms of holding the ball up and laying uh, a lot of balls up for players around him to score goals. So uh, you know, we're hitting our straps in terms of uh, in front of goal, and we're not conceding too many. And if you do that, then uh, we'll keep getting results. Right, now, if we could give you a bit of advice, uh, we, we love giving free advice, Eugene, but you as the captain, you need to get inside the heads of your teammates because you beat the top side away 4-1. Exactly. And then you get back to high marks, you think, ah, oh, we're playing Newcastle yeah. now, and this is It'll the just big, happen. That's the big danger, isn't it? Exactly right, yeah. Um, Newcastle's struggling of late, and uh, we've got to put all our attention to them this week and not worry uh, too far ahead. If you start talking finals, then... Uh, you know, you kind of get yourselves into trouble. And uh, yep. three points this week is uh, very important for us and we'll put all our effort into getting that this week. Forget about 4-1, how about 5-zip? <laughs> we'll go with that one, Huge. Oh, I'm happy with 1-zip. Set a target. Actually, I'm interested in young Ryan Kiddo because he's a, a good Adelaide boy. And, uh, in fact, the last time you played Newcastle, I thought he had a very, very good game against you. He, uh, and he's, he's getting a fair bit of game time with him as well, isn't he? I don't know if you've been watching him, but I think he's going okay up there. He scored, I think, the week before last. Yeah, no, he's doing very well. Um, I remember playing, uh, I think it was his first game, and yep. he, he did uh, very well against stuff. And, you know, I've known he's been a very good player because he's trained with us uh, for a little bit, and I think it's been a great move in Newcastle. He's got a lot of opportunity, and, he, and he's taken it, and hopefully he, uh, you know, he takes it, and, and he keeps playing, and he keeps doing well. Yeah. Eugene, thanks for joining us, mate. It's a big night Sunday at Highmarsh at Cooper's Stadium. Good luck against the Jets. Thanks, boys. Thanks, Thanks huge. Eugene Galegovich. He's charging and he's Port Adelaide, training the house down there at the moment. Jared Pollock, welcome to the Rush Hour. How are you, boys? I hear you strut around town in a nice new Mercedes. Yeah, bit of immature decision to buy one. That's okay. Yeah. I drive a Merc, Jess, so <laughs> don't pigeonhole me. Who do you think you are? I strut around Port Adelaide in a Merc. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm a lot smarter. <laughs> I'm, in, I'm in the east. Yeah. <laughs> Jess, I hope you've got insurance on that thing. The insurance is costing me my, my wage, so... It'll be up Bye. on blocks after training. <laughs> the Rush Hour, weekdays from four for Schutzenfest. 2016, 104.7, Triple M. Oh, Adelaide United, the Express just continues to roll on. Took care of business up there in Brisbane against the top-ranked Raw. 4-1. Yeah, but Building. Two, two of those came from a rush hour favourite mm. who's been experiencing a drought now. You know what that's like. Mm. With the girls back in the day. No, no, you no, do. I certainly You've been do. there. Bruce, Bruce Jete joins yeah. us now on the Bruce rush hour. Brucey, great to have you back. About time, Bruce. We got some scores. What does it feel like getting it behind the back of the net? Must have been so exciting for you, mate. Oh, it was good, obviously, uh, to get the end result. You know, uh, been working hard to 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 get the goals, and and you know, last weekend the the, the ball fell for me. I guess uh, Kuruska was 
good enough to give me the penalty, although we discussed it a week a week prior. But yeah. um, uh, you know, the second goal as well. Uh, you know, just pressed the defenders. They made a mistake. Tarek with a fantastic through pass, and you know, goes in between the keeper's legs. So yeah, happy to to get the the goals, but more happy to get the result. And and you know. Also, thoughts after the game uh, were with Eli Babau, who has a terrible injury. So yeah. it was sort of, it was an interesting time. It was a bit mixed at the end uh, mm. of it all. But yeah, all in all, uh, a good result for, for the club. Brucey, the deal with uh, Marcello, um, is it true that you forgot about it until he came back up and reminded you that do you want it? No, no, that's a lie. <laughs> I was front and centre. So I bet you were. Oh, fantastic. Now, mate, uh, 11 months, 23 games. A lot of people wouldn't know the pressure that that builds on someone who is a striker, who's mm. in the team to score goals, and when you're not scoring. So how bad did it get from a mental point of view? That And, and how, how stressed out did you get the fact you weren't finding the back of the net? No, I wasn't too stressed or, or felt too much pressure. I think, uh, you know, it was, it was one, of those, one of those things that happens the world over. So, look, I just... You know, kept doing what I was doing. Uh, believe in, in in yourself. You know that that never wanes. I think uh, you know the the job of the job of every individual in the team is to help the team win. You know, and the last couple of months we've been doing that. You know, it's uh, of course my job is also to to score goals. But but if we're winning one nil in the last minute and Guillermo says go play goalkeeper. Yeah. So I'm not going to say, oh, my job's to score goals. Yeah. You know, my job's to help the team win. So you do whatever it takes, and and, we, and everyone's been doing that the, the, the last couple of months. And uh, as long as the team's successful, I think uh, that's first and foremost. If I can help the team being be more successful by, by scoring more goals, then, then that's exactly what I'm trying to do. Look, there's confidence and there's belief back in the game style yeah. in the last eight weeks. And obviously, no Moroni, no Jimmy Jago, both out suspended. They come back in, so... The spots are very, very tight at the moment because the confidence is soaring uh, within the group there. And uh, it's great to see there, Brucey, because start of the year, we're all getting nervous and thinking, oh, no, have we made the right decision with the coach? Yeah, that's what everyone on the outside was, was yeah. thinking. But we, we stuck to our guns. We, we stuck to his game plan the whole time. Uh, I think we were, we were lucky, if you like, by having this experience before with, with Giuseppe and, and sticking by him so strongly and... and continuing on with his game plan and, and that worked out well for us so this time around we was sort of like being there done that when all the negativity negativity started to, to build mm. so uh, you know it didn't affect us too badly obviously we would have preferred a better start but you know considering the start we had we're, we're doing not too badly at the minute certainly uh, hey Bruce your footballers are uh, interesting characters who do like to take the piss out of each other. Now, during your drought at all, were the boys just, were they kind all the mm. way through or did they have a bit of fun every now and then at your expense? No, nah, they were pretty good all, all <laughs> the way through. Uh, you know, obviously, um, after I scored, I started to realise how big a deal it was outside because yeah. inside it wasn't that that much talked about or, or, or anything like that. Uh, you know, the coach believed in me as well. He, he kept picking me to play and, and as did the boys. So at the end of the day, that's really what counts. And, you know, if you, I think as an elite athlete, if you've got belief in yourself uh, in an individual sport or, or belief from the coach and your teammates in, in team sport, then, then, you know, it's only a matter of time till, till things turn around if they're not going well. And when things are going well, uh, you know, you've got no anchors sort of holding you back. So... It's one of those things where, you know, uh, 
no one made such a big deal yeah. about it till now. Just us, Bruce. Just us carrying on about it. No, nah, not you guys. No. You guys aren't. Uh, not even you guys. It's, it's, I don't know. Just yeah. quarters, I guess. It is an external thing, and people like to try and find a way out, mate. Um, one door opens, one door closes. Osama Malik on his way out, returning home mm. to South Australia. He's your new signing and midfielder, Stefan Malk. So tell us a bit about him. Do you know much about this guy? No, I don't know too much about him, to be honest. Uh, the Melbourne City captain, Paddy Kiznorma, did give me a call after the deal went through and he was a good kid, even better player, yeah. and, and to look after him. And he trained with us this morning uh, just, br- uh, just briefly. And, uh, yeah, he looks so good. So I'm excited to play with him. He's a young South Australian boy. Uh, you know, he's been playing quite well in, yep. in the A-League the, the last few seasons. So I think the way that this club has developed young players over the years, then, you know, it could be a very special talent for us. Well, Brucey, great to have you back in form, mate. Finding the back of the net. Big game this Sunday. Yeah, it's against, a family day too, isn't there, Lee? Against the Jets, yeah. For every adult ticket purchased, yep. kids, you get a kid's ticket for free. Fantastic. So no excuse not to sell Come. out Coopers this week. Yep. I think that's nine in a row, Brucey, undefeated. Oh, so good luck, things mate. starting to turn. Uh, look forward to something special heading the rush hour way if you find the back mm. of the net, mate. Cheers, guys. Thanks a lot. Thanks for having me on. And more importantly, Bruce, good luck at the dentist. We know yeah. you're heading there. <laughs> at the dentist, yeah, geez. <laughs> Too much Nothing sugar. like a couple of fillings on a Wednesday, yeah. We were going to get you on afterwards, mate, once you'd had the needle. That's how you went. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been a more interesting conversation, mate. Yeah. Let's turn in my voice. Oh, there he is. Good luck. <laughs> Thanks, Bruce. Thanks, Great guys. to talk Thanks to you. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. Bye, mate. Hey, this is Tariq Orridge. Hey, this is Jimmy Jago. Terrific run and a super finish. Hey, this is Craig Goodwin. Hey, this is Eugene Glekovic. Hey, this is Elliot Bubbo. Hey, this is Martin Zagandzic. And classic Triple M rocks Adelaide United.